Of course, davening is important in its own right. Davening is one of the uh, Taryag mitzvahs. Thank you. Davening is one of the Taryag mitzvahs. But besides that, here, the Rebbe brings from the Tzamech Tzedek the effect that davening has regarding a person's mitzvahs. What's the issue with a person's mitzvahs? You do a mitzvah, it's a great thing. What, why does mitzvahs need davening? So we learned yesterday that because mitzvahs are done through the neshama, which is malubish and agof, what happens is a person's ulterior motives get involved in the fulfillment of the mitzvah, and that creates mitzvahs that need some washing, that need some purification to bring it up, uh, to connect, and to draw the energy that the mitzvah has to draw. So you need davening to purify the mitzvahs. So let's continue inside. Now, the Rebbe, the Tzamech Tzedek, connects the union of davening to the theme that we're speaking about over here, which is the fact that the mitzvahs have to be done every single day. As we learned yesterday, if a person does two mitzvahs in one day, and the next day he skips doing mitzvahs, I did two yesterday, why do I have to do any today? So we say no. Yomim Yitzaru, every day Hashem creates and gives a person life, because mitzvahs have to be done on that day. So now, Tzamech Tzedek connects this in, you know, also to davening. As we see, davening is a mitzvah to be done on a daily basis. Davening is specifically a mitzvah which is related to the day. Morning and night. The Gemara tells us, The tefillahs that we're davening, morning and night, are corresponding to the two korbanas Talmud brought in the Beis HaMikdosh. Shehu'inyin Talmud Shal Shachar, v'Talmud Shal Ben Arbayim. The Talmud, the carbon Talmud that was brought in the morning, and that was brought in the afternoon. As we know, Minatayra, the mitzvah of tefillah, is not on a daily basis. When does a person have to daven Minatayra? When he's in need, when, he's that, when he has a tzayrech. So the mitzvah is not to turn to any other source, but to turn to Hashem, to daven and to request from Hashem. With the Rabbanon, though, they were misakin that tefillah is on a daily basis, regardless of the matzav of the person. Every single person has to daven on a daily basis. So we see that davening with the Rabbanon is connected to the day. There's a schedule in the day of Shachris Mincha, and then Mairav also, which is connected to pieces of the Karbanas that were brought in the Mizbeach during the night. This idea is explained also in Lekotetayre. Pirish HaKoso, the Altarebbe, they says a beautiful pshat in the Pasuk, and you know today, you shall know today, and you should take to heart, So the Altarebbe, the the Pasuk as follows. So first, in the parentheses, the Rebbe brings that this Pasuk is related to davening. Where do you see this Pasuk speaking about davening? When the Pasuk says, take to heart, that implies that we're not talking only about a person learning, if, you, if, if the Pasuk is talking about the knowledge that a person should learn about and know the unity of Hashem, so it would just say, When it adds, that refers to davening. Which service of Hashem is the service of the heart? That is davening. So in this context, the Vyadaita Yaim is just the introduction to davening. The person is not just learning for the sake of learning alone, but he's learning to understand in order to put himself in the right frame of mind for davening, so that he could dedicate his heart to Hashem and davening. 
So the Alter Rebbe teaches Pirish, the Pshar and this is Vyadaita Hayyayim. The Pasuk says that what you have to know is Yayim, the day. In other words, of course, the simple Pshar of the Pasuk is Vyadaita Hayyayim, you shall know today, every day, you should pay attention to this. But the Alter Rebbe teaches, it's the Hayyayim that you should know. Vyadaita Hayyayim. What is it about the day that a person should take to heart? You could learn a great lesson from the very uh, makeup of a day. Just like a day is made up of the day and the night. They both make up one full day. As the Pasuk says, And it was evening and it was morning and that makes up one day. A person can take from that, a person can take the heart regarding himself. Just as it's true regarding time, that time is made up of night and day, the same is also regarding a person's nefesh, regarding a person's soul. That a person has the two ventricles in his heart, which are the evil inclination, or the Yetzatev, uh, the good inclination and the evil inclination. Which is the combination of night and day, in the person's soul, the person has the Yetzatev, which is goodness and connection to Hashem, day, and nighttime, darkness, which is the Nefesh of Bahamas, which is the Yetzatev. The point is that a person's objective should be to make them uh, come together, and that they should both together serve Hashem. Just like you have Yayim Velayla in a day, and both together make up the full day, and one without the other is, is incomplete. In our service of Hashem, if a person is only focusing on his neshama, but he, he, uh, he ignores, he forsakes his nefesh Bahamas, doesn't deal with the temptations of his nefesh Bahamas, he just tries to ignore it and push it away. So then he's serving Hashem, but it's incomplete. A person that's all day struggling and fighting with his nefesh Bahamas and trying to talk to his nefesh Bahamas, but he never has those moments where he lifts himself up and goes away from the nefesh Bahamas and connects to Hashem on a neshama level to try to reveal his neshama and connect to Hashem on a ruchni level. So then he's also going to be constantly busy with the Nefesh Bahamas and dealing with his struggles. There has to be a balance. You have to include both together. You serve the Ebesher with your neshama, and you bring the energy and the power of your neshama to influence and include the Nefesh Bahamas as well. That's the ultimate Aveda. Shegama Yetzahara, that you take the Yetzahara as well, Yoshev Laveda Savaya, the energy of the Yetzahara, should return and come to serve Hashem. Kamishikosav, as it says in the Pasuk, that you serve Hashem with all your heart. So the Mishnah says in the end of Brachis, what does that mean? With both of your Yetzahara, both inclinations, Yetzatev and Yetzahara. As this concept is explained in Lekotetere in Parshish Chukas, the Altareb explains this, this Mishnah, how is it possible to serve Hashem with the Yetzahara? The Yetzahara is evil. He wants to tear away from Hashem. He wants to be... He wants you to have an ego and not do what Hashem wants. What's Pshat you serving Hashem with the Yetzahara? So the Al-Tarebbe there explains that the Yetzahara is made up of two parts. There's the Chaymer and there's the Tzura. The Tzura of the Yetzahara, the desires of the Yetzahara that gets involved in actual uh, negative temptations, those are things that a person has to get rid of. You can't elevate the actual evil temptation. But the energy, the Chaymer, the very energy of the Yetzahara, Yitzhara has a lot of energy to him. As it's brought in Chzidus, Yitzhara has energy that's even more powerful than the Neshama. That energy of the Yitzhara has to be transformed and elevated. 
and it could actually be elevated even to a higher source than the, ne- than the Nefesh Lakis itself, because it comes from a higher place. It comes from Tayu, as it says, right? So therefore, over here when it says, B'Shnei Yitzarecha, it's transforming the energy of the Yitzahara to be included in Avedis Hashem. Which is the Chaymah, which is the Tzura? The Tzura is the, once it's developed, then it's actually involved in a specific negative thing. That's something that a person cannot elevate. That's something a person has to do a skafia and drop. But the Chaymah is the energy that it has. The, the Kayach HaTayvah, the Kayach HaMesavah is the Loshan. The desire. The desire, the Kayach of desire. When you have a specific desire for something that's not kosher or something that's forbidden, so that's something that a person can't elevate that food, that thing, so that's something that a person is going to have to drop with the Kayach of Eskafia, with discipline. Hashem the source, the, the energy of the desire, the potential, that's something that a person can definitely elevate and the transform. Vigor, vigor. The vigor, the energy, yeah, whichever the Lashon you want to use, correct. So this is the Pshat and the Pasuk here. You should take a lesson, you should take a lesson from the two parts of a day, and apply what you see in a day to your existence as well, to your soul as well, to include your Nefesh Bahamas as well. That's when a person can really come to serve Hashem and to recognize the true unity of Hashem, which is the conclusion of the Pasuk, that Avaya and Elakim are all one. Of course, Avaya Hu Elakim means there's the two, the two levels of Avaya, refers to the Evishta, that's the Maila Teva. Elakim refers to the energy of Hashem that's in Teva. If a person only serves Hashem with his Neshama, so then he can recognize Avaya, but he can't connect it to Elakim. If a person serves Hashem only dealing with the Velt and his Nefesh Bahamas, so then he's connected and he uh, can recognize the existence of the energy of Hashem in the world, in Elakim. But if you want to have the combination of the two together, Havaya and Elakim, then to recognize how really they're all one, so that has to begin internally when the person in his Havayda serves Hashem B'cholavavcha and brings together the Nefesh Elakis and the Nefesh Bahamas, that they both are dedicated to Hashem. So then, as a result, you could also recognize and draw the unity of Hashem as well, that Havaya Hu Elakim. This is the Alter Rebbe's Pshat in the Pasuk. So this is the general idea of what davening is about. Why Chazal were misakin to daven every single day? She avedas yom yom, davening on a daily basis. Yomim yitzaru Hashem created the days of a person's life, and every day after daven, that a person through davening can wash off and cleanse the garments of teira mitzvahs that need cleansing. So based on what we explained, we understand how davening has the kayak to do that. Because the Aveda of davening is, of course, about connecting to Hashem with the heart. But as we just explained, the objective of davening is what kind of connection? It's a connection of Bechalavavcha, where a person includes his Nefesh Bahamas as well. The, dav- the, the Neshama doesn't really need, so to speak, the davening, because the Neshama is connected. The Nefesh Bahamas is what needs the davening. The problem is, though, the Nefesh Bahamas alone can't daven. Nefesh Bahamas is just interested in himself. He doesn't daven on Nefesh Bahamas. The Nefesh Kiss has to take the Nefesh Bahamas and daven with it and connect it. That's what's, that's what's supposed to happen in davening. So therefore we understand how that corrects the issue with Taito Mitzvahs. What makes Taito Mitzvahs, the Levushim of Taito Mitzvahs, dirty, so to speak? It's the fact that his Nefesh Bahamas is throwing in these ulterior motives and, and uh, disturbing the person while he's trying to do a Mitzvah for Hashem's sake. 
When a person davens the way he's supposed to and elevates himself, so then that makes it possible that his Torah mitzvah should be pure. And even, the Chiddush here is, that even those Torah mitzvahs that he already performed before and have been, so to speak, tainted by his Nefesh Bahamas can now be elevated and cleansed. It's a very big Chiddush that it can go, it goes... Uh, the mafreya, right? We, I mean, we know the concept of tshuva, that tshuva elevates a person, things, and life from before, that, uh, to connect to Hashem. But over here, the Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek, is saying this idea, to davening, that davening gives wings to his Torah mitzvahs and cleanses his Torah mitzvahs to connnect even from before. It's the Chiddush here. Huh? Yeah, tefillah achas, muloketas, kolashana, Nigaras could elevate all, so that's even in da- within davening itself. That when you, the davening is full of machshavah zaris, but you have one pure davening, and that could elevate the davening of the entire year. Yeah. Right to inside. So not fill that goes to, goes to waste, basically, based on that. If, uh, if yeah, okay. Correct. By days, by days, is then the result of all of this is, what is the ultimate purpose? So now that ever returns to the to the to the more general point that we're speaking about over here, what's the idea of of uh, doing a mitzvah every single day? Can't do two mitzvahs one day and no mitzvahs the next day. There's an idea of doing mitzvahs every single day. When a person does mitzvahs properly and he has avodas that is do, that brings him to do mitzvahs even with his nevesh Bahamas. Then you bring the unity, you reveal the unity of Hashem in the world. Lahamshech, now that Rebbe teaches the Pshat of Veloi, as, as we saw before, Veloi is written in two ways, either Loi with an Aleph or Loi with a Vav. Lahamshech, so one Pshat is, Lahamshech mepchenes Loi Balef, the source of where you're drawing from, you're drawing from Loi with an Aleph, which is the Ksiv. It's written with an Aleph, and Loi means not, no. No means, it's an implying from where you're drawing. We're drawing from a place where you can't understand. You can't comprehend the source of that place. That's how high a yid reaches with his Torah mitzvahs and with tefillah. Above ishtal shalos that a person draws, that's the source from where you draw. And from that source it should come down to echad, which echad is a combination of aleph, ches, aled, which refers to the heaven and earth and the four, four directions of the world. That's the first part of loy. That's the source. Then you have the second shot, and then you draw it down where and how do you draw it down into the world through the second word, What's lo, which is the kri, the way you read it. Which refer, the, the, the sixth, the vav, refers to the six midas of Seder Ishtashalos, and they are the mechanism to bring all giloy of into the world. Just like the midas of a person. The midas of a person is the relation. It's the way he relates, the way he responds to others, the, the emotions of a person is, is not as, uh, only in himself, but the emotions is how he gets in the spall and affected by others. The same as also Lamailo, the Midas of the Ebishter is the mechanism to bring the Gilei Elokos into the world. So the Loi with Aleph is the source, and the Loi with Devav is the mechanism of bringing it into the world. So this is the deeper idea here. This is the objective here. That in the fulfillment of Torah mitzvahs, it's necessary for it to be done within the days. And as we learned before, that the point here is not just that it's done within time, because a human being, 
if he, as long as he's alive, is living within the framework of time, but to actually draw the energy of the mitzvah and to invest it and to bring it into this man, to actually connect it to the mitzvahs of this man. As the explains, the source of the physical days or, or, or the, the division, the, the, the division of the days that we have, the 24-hour period, which is made up of a day and a night, so that, that kind of division that exists in this world, it comes from the way the Ruchnis, the Gemidus of the Ebeshtar, are set up. The seven days of the week correspond to the seven spheres from Chesa to Malchus. So therefore, when a person is Mekayim, Teira Mitzvahs, within the framework of the days of the week, he draws from the Loi, of the Aleph, from the source, into the seven spheres, before it said six, but now that I was saying it's really seven, if you include Malchus as well, which is a lower level, bring it, bringing it even lower, in the Aved of Teirah Mitzvahs of Eid. So in a, in a very practical sense, what this means is, every person has you know, highs and lows. If a person feels on one day he's on a low, and therefore he forsakes his Teirah Mitzvahs, and then on another day he feels a great high, and an inspiration, his Neshama is on fire, and he's going forward, and he's doing Teirah Mitzvahs, what really is happening over here? He's doing Teirah Mitzvahs in a, when he's in a Ruchnizdik state of being. When he's, when he's in a place where he feels dragged down or he feels more earthly, so to speak. He feels more in, in time and space in the world. So then there's no Teirah Mitzvahs there. So what, it, what, what happens is, just like the person himself, his fulfillment of Teirah Mitzvahs is only when he's in a high, so the Hamshacha Mumayla may draw from a very high place. It's drawing from Loi. Anytime he does a mitzvah, it draws from a very high place. But it doesn't bring it down. Because the way he's doing the mitzvah is not in a place where he's in, within the Hagbalas of the Velt. He only does mitzvahs when he's on a high. So he has one, two days a week when he's on a high, and the rest of the time he's out. So what it's saying over here is, no, the Kim Atayra mitzvah has to be consistent, and it has to be every day. Every day, another day again, what level I'm on, what mood I'm in, every day the consistency. And when the person does it with that consistency, which within each every day, then your mam shech also, not just from the loy, but into the loy with a vav, or even, or even with a zayin, into the sphiris, which brings it and integrates it into the metzias of the velt. That's the kavana here. Hmm. Which is connected, one second, just one moment, which connects it to the theme of this ice, where it spoke about tefillah, to, to, to bring it into the Nefesh Bahamas. It seems like it's a different Indian, but it's the same point here. To bring it into the day, the day, the night, and the Nefesh Bahamas, not just in the moments of inspiration. Time is a creation. I mean, it's not yeah, shayush. absolutely. Yeah. What is it? It's made from Abba Yisaitis? No, but it's a creation. That's one of the things that's brought to shame the Mizritcha Magid in many places, that as, as much as all physical things are created, and before the existence of the world didn't exist, Zman is a creation as well. Well, the, the simple shot of that is uh, it, with it, it, in six days Hashem created. Right? But there's the Diak where it says Sheshes and not Bisheshes. Um, yeah, but that, that's something which is discussed. The whole concept of Zman. We're going to actually, interestingly, bring it up because in the next, on page Chavav, we're going to talk about Zman. And the Shadish of Zman and the existing, the whole concept of Zman. But Zman is a creation, yesh and just like anything else. It's not a physical being, obviously, but it's a creation. Like you said, what you said before, is that when the person is inspired, he's only drawing down from the above. 
from the level of, of his, uh, within his mm-hmm. when He's he, not even when, drawing from the lay with an aleph. When he, when he doesn't want to do a law. When you said, when, ah, when you say loy and you do it anyways. The aleph, which is the alufa, which from, which from that, that's when you draw from the aleph, from the loy, which is... Uh, okay, good, very good. Interesting, on that Rush, there's 24 hours in a day. Okay. A person's supposed to sleep at least 6 hours, according to Shulchan Aruch. 6, right, okay, yeah. So, left over 18, so at okay. least those 18 is high, you should be high. Okay. <laughs> 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 The world being very connected to below, being connected here below, to becoming a Keresh, to becoming a beam in the base of Mikdash. Behind the Makkesha, the Oilam, from the connection to the world, the, which is what? The Masha Oilam Mares Atzma The fact that the world presents itself as an independent existence. That's a lie. So a person transforms that into Taita, into, into a Mishkan. When a yid learns Torah and fulfills mitzvahs, it becomes transformed into a keresh, into a beam keresh lemishka. All of Nema, which regarding which it says, and I dwell in the in the mishkan. Which is the pillars, like the pillar that starts on the, on the ground and extends to the roof. So these are the pillars that draw from the highest place and bring down the Gilea Lokos into the world here below. As this was explained in the previous Sifim, especially in last year's Sif that we learned about the concept of a pillar, how it draws from the highest place into the lowest place. So now, the Rebbe continues, and here in this ice, in this paragraph, the Rebbe will bring a word from the Rebbe Marash. Since the objective that a Yid has to accomplish is that the existence of world should not be in, a, in, in the, in the um, state that it is, which is a falsehood, which is a sheker. Rather, the Metzius of the world should be a Keresh, it should be a beam. What is a person doing? A person is connecting the existence of the world, the falsehood of the world, with the true reality, with the true existence of Hashem. How they move on, so from this it's understood, the very existence of the world, you're connecting the Metzius of the world and you want to transform and elevate the Metzius of the world. So what the Rebbe is saying over here is that the, um, the theme of Basilagani and the theme of this idea of making a dirvetachtainim is not about a person saying to himself that he has to walk away and disassociate of the mitzvahs of the world and connect Hashem. Just like the idea of the Keresh is that it, it's positioned on the ground. It's positioned there on the, on the uh, Ritzpah and it extends from there to the roof so it's, a, it's connecting and drawing into the Arzah. The same thing is also going to get to the Lashon of the Mimer. We're taking the very Sheker and creating a beam and a, and a, a connection to Hashem out of the Sheker. Right? It's not about the person 
moving, walking away from the Mitzvah of the vault and connecting to Hashem. It's bringing it into the Mitzvah of the Sheket of the world, into the Chayshach, and that's where you're making the connection. So just like we spoke in the previous eyes about bringing it into the Nefesh Bahamas, into the day, over here the Friedrich Rebbe takes that yet one step lower. Because when you talk about the Hagbalah of Zman, the Hagbalah of the Nefesh Bahamas, that's one level of Akbalah, one level of the existence of the world. But when you talk about the Sheket of the world, the falsehood of the world, that's bringing it down even a level lower. So what we're saying over here is that you have to bring the connection of Hashem into the lowest place, as, as the Lashon of the Madash, Diribet Tachtainim, implies. Bringing it into the Tachtun Shein Tachtun Lamata Heimenu, into the lowest element of existence of the world where it presents itself as Sheket, the falsehood that I exist. And there you have to reveal the true essence of its existence. What is Taka the true essence of that I exist of the world that it's connected to Hashem? What does specifically the Shekel relate to? That there's a Metzius of the bell. The independence that the world presents itself, that I'm here and I exist. And it doesn't recognize a source that creates it every moment. That's, that's the falsehood of the world. That's the Sheket of the world. He's not referring to, I mean, look, there's a Sheket of the world and even in a more literal sense, Bashat Sheket, that there's lies and falsehood that you see in the world, but he's referring to the, the essence of the Sheket of the world, which is the very fact that the world presents itself as an independent existence, that's the Sheket. But that also has a holy source. The very fact that the world pre- present, presents itself as an independent, that I exist and doesn't recognize its source, ha- that, that very nature of the world to present itself that way is the most negative thing, and that's really ultimately the source of all negativity, but yet that itself has a holy source, and that itself has to be connected. As we'll see in Mitzvah in the Hemshchen, you know, there, next week. Huh? Okay.